It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Welcome to the Mass Security Hour. I'm Ed Hugland, your host for this evening, as I'll be talking about cognitive warfare, the narrative, the importance of the narrative. It's critical, and it's very critical for our listeners to understand how the radical left drives the narrative and the importance of the narrative and how we can ourselves seize the narrative because it's important to actually be driving the narrative by just reacting to it. I've just published my new book, The Cognitive War, Why We Are Losing and How We Can Win. You can find it on Amazon under Edward Hugland. Again, The Cognitive War, Why We Are Losing and How We Can Win. I'm gonna to speak to some aspects of cognitive war tonight and the narrative as I mentioned, as I dig into several areas that speak to this ongoing domestic cognitive war and the critical importance of the actual narrative. I'll discuss three specific areas and highlight them that in order to drive the narrative and effectively counter the radical left propaganda, one must think, act, and plan strategically. If we will not, cannot overcome the left's increased subjugation and appropriation of our government, institutions, and authorities in one simple act. This is a long-term process to regain what we've lost. It will not be easy. It will be difficult, but it is mandatory. It will take persistence and dedication and belief in our fellow Americans to demonstrate that we will remain free, we will remain independent, and we will not be subjugated by a radical minority set of evil dystopian miscreants whose only goal is power for absolute power's sake, not for humanity, not for others, not for freedom, but pure evil. Tonight, I'm going to cover Governor Hochul and the hypocrites, the complicit and the corrupt, the science of false narratives of kids, climate change, and COVID and about driving the narrative, the truth about progressive policies. I'll speak to the propaganda horrors, division and race, the economy, crime, and the real war, the domestic cognitive war. So we, before we begin, <clears throat> let me set the stage here in reality. We are still in and remain the most privileged people on this earth, given our naturalized or by birth citizenship. Lest we forget, the majority of the world seeks to survive daily by finding enough food for their families. The majority of the world does not live in a constitutional republic like ours with the freedoms we have. So time to stop worrying about our ills and start doing something about them. We are not toothless. We are not defenseless. We have the means. We have the methods to fight back. Now, Reverend Ronda here is <clears throat> the Maui disaster is a perfect reminder in this case. The Maui disaster and what we saw with the federal, state, and local responses exemplifies the fact you cannot rely on your federal government or the government at all. 
you have to rely on yourself and your neighbors and be prepared. The local government in Maui, based on one government official stating this, and not me, that they shut the water off on the fire hydrants to save water for more of an equitable purpose. The equitable purpose here comes in with over a thousand people, families, children, burnt to death because of the lack of planning, care, and concern of the state and local governments run by who? Progressive liberals. And then we have President Biden, when asked about this, why he's sitting on the beach in Rehoboth, and his comment was, no comment. No comment. How callous, how callous and heartless can you be? But let that be a lesson to you. Because as he went on to try to empathize with these people, the thousand people burnt to death, missing, he talked about a small fire in his kitchen and how it almost burnt his 67 Corvette. I mean, how detached from reality can one be? So what this highlights, as I've talked about before, is the far left, the radical left, cares not about you, your families, or what happens to you. And you see that tonight as I walk through this narrative discussion. They think of you as collateral damage, necessary collateral damage. Lastly, before I get into the main topics for tonight, I want you to try a cognitive warfare experiment with me. So one of the things in cognitive warfare is to repeat a certain aspect, narrative, and repeat it often and see if it catches on. Well, in this case here, I'm going to pick on Adam Schiff, the perpetual liar. And I'd like to make Adam Schiff's last name a permanent noun in our lexicon now and for future generations to, to put in a historical perspective and long-term perspective how bad of a liar this guy is. He's worse than Pinocchio's ever been. But the cognitive experiment is for you and your friends, family, and pass it on. Is anytime someone you think is lying or not telling the truth or being abusive, just tell them they're a piece of shift like Adam Schiff. Again, piece of shift like Adam Schiff. Now I'm going to talk about this and try this experiment as I go on a number of different broadcasts here in the near term. And I want to see how quickly that lexicon may spread across the United States. But I think it's very appropriate. So let's get to the meat here on the narratives. Hulkle the hypocrite. So the Epic Times, Catabella Roberts wrote a really good article on the Hulkle the hypocrite. Now, that's my terminology. She didn't use that. But why is Hochul the hypocrite asking for your tax dollars to pay for her and Biden and the libtards' purposeful invasion of America to expand the Democrats' new slavery plantation of dependency for the 21st century? Why are they asking for those money? This tsunami of illegals Eight to 10 million by the time of the first four years of the Biden administration. And overall, 30 to 40 million over the last five decades since Ronald Reagan, okay, granted amnesty. And for every million 
you have to think about every million equates to one city of 20,000 people being put in every state of the union. So if you have 30 to 40 million already here and you add another 10 million, that's 40 to 50 million. That's 40 to 50 cities of 20,000 people added to every state in the union. And just for this last four years, that's eight to 10, eight to 10 cities of 20,000 people been added to every state in the union. And Hochul and Mayor Adams are whining about 50,000 to 100,000 people. It's just sickening. So Hochul's urging President Biden to direct federal government and help to provide sanctuary state, her sanctuary state, with housing support and work authorization for illegal immigrants. In a letter on 24 August, she wrote to President Biden. She laid out a number of specific requests, including expedited work authorizations for illegal immigrants to, quote unquote, resettle in communities more quickly. And she also asked for financial assistance for New York City and New York State and the use of federal land and facilities for temporary shelters. Now, when I get into this a little bit later about the narrative, you understand why they're doing this. There's a plan here. It's been a purposeful plan. But in her efforts, she also requested Title 32 designation to grant funding for 2,000 New York National Guardsmen. <clears throat> to provide logistical and operation support for what? To shelter illegal immigrants across the state. But yet here we have a natural disaster in Maui. Where's the deployment of FEMA? Where's the deployment of the National Guard to help those people? Where was the deployment of the National Guard to help the people in Palestine, Ohio? Silence and crickets. Where was the deployment of the National Guard besides a few Republican governors? to the southern border to stop the hemorrhaging and infusion of illegals across the border. Again, from the left, silence and crickets. Well, why is that? Because it's part of their plan. They didn't want to address this until the last possible moment. And you'll see in a moment here of why, why they're doing it now. So Hochul's administration had already allocated $1.5 in state aid to address this. Now think of that, $1.5 billion of New York state taxpayers' money. It's not going to them. It's not going to the taxpayers. It's not going to the legal residents. It's going to pay for the illegal residents. Okay. Hochul said that increase in illegal immigrants has stretched her cities and state resources and, quote, created tremendous operational and management challenges, unquote, and, quote, imposed overwhelming demands on the city's homeless shelters, unquote. But go figure. Go figure what, what happened, what the hell did she think happened to the other seven to eight million illegals that's crossed the border, not the 50,000 to 100,000 in Europe? What do you think happened to the rest of those folks? And who's paying for those now across America? This is a domestic cognitive war. This is purposeful. This is purposeful subversion of our democracy, abrogation of your civil liberties and rights, and taking your taxpayer dollars to fund a new plantation dependency. Now, she said she wrote to the president earlier in the year asking for certain federal properties to be used for temporary shelter. And she said, while she appreciates the president's initial steps, she wishes he could take a more vigorous federal response. 
But notice here, it's not a more vigorous federal response to close the border, to secure America, secure America's borders. No, it's a more vigorous federal response to give her money, to give her federal land, to give her federal troops to what? To expand their plantation of slavery, the new slavery dependency for the 21st century. It's just amazing. The Democrat also asked the administration to provide financial assistance to cover, now get this, the cost of testing immigrants for illnesses that might pose a threat to public health, for education and aid for school districts, which are seeing a dramatic increase in student population. And as a direct result of the immigration crisis, asking for housing vouchers to cost cover the cost for housing and urban development, Section 8 housing and such. Now, think of that. You have billions of dollars, taxpayer dollars, met for legal United States citizens, now being appropriated and applied and being requested for to pay for their health care, their social services, their security, their education, all free, by the way, all free. And if you remember the Democrats in the 2020 election leading up to that, they asked who would support free health care for illegals. Everyone raised their hand. Because it goes towards creating this new plantation, this new slavery plantation of dependency for the 21st century. Now, Hochul gets very ripe when she says, I cannot ask New Yorkers to pay. Well, why not? They voted for Biden for a majority of New Yorkers and New York City residents voted for Biden, voted for for your predecessor, who was a loser, voted for the open borders. So why the hell should the rest of America pay for your mistakes? Your purposeful mistakes, your purposeful treasonous actions to upset our national security. Now, think of the healthcare aspect here. And think of the education here now as school system open up again this fall. You have 8 million new illegals in the country. There are probably 6 million of them plus that are a younger age or so. And they're going to flood your school districts. They're going to flood your social service settlements. They're going to flood your welfare systems. And you're going to be paying for them as taxpayers. But it's not going to be going to legal residents who already need the help. Remember, we have a large number of poor white, blacks, Hispanics, and others already in the United States legally who need that assistance, who are not going to get that assistance now. And if you and your family decide you want to go to the hospital, you want to go to the emergency room, or you want to get a better education for your children, think again. The hospital rooms and stuff are flooded right now, flooded with illegals. Your education systems will be flooded with illegals. And they're going to have to hire more students, and more teachers, and more translators to help with that. Now, I don't blame this on the people who came here illegal. I would come here, too, if I thought that I could come to America and get all this free ride, especially if I lived in a hellhole. But what's amazing here, she's now asking for the federal government's direct responsibility and support. And then casually, she mentions that she thinks there should be more management control of the national borders. This is hypocrite hokel. But you could take their same pleas and you could apply them to every single Democrat 
across the Progressive Party right now, along with Conman Canley here in Virginia. Without any capacity or responsibility to address the cause of migrant influx, New Yorkers cannot then shoulder these costs, she said. I cannot ask New Yorkers to pay for what is fundamentally a federal responsibility. Now get that, fundamentally a federal responsibility. Who takes care of the citizens of her state? <clears throat> is it the federal government or is it her? So you see where this is going. There's a purposeful erosion of our national security borders to get an influx of folks, okay, to create this 21st century plantation of dependency, a new plantation of slavery. It's been planned, it's been rehearsed, and it's being replayed again right out of the 1980s in the Reagan era. When we come back, I'm going to talk more about this and go into the specifics of the narrative and how it's affecting us and how we can fight back. Be sure to make AmericaOutloud.news your daily stop for all the latest news and happenings. We must all do our part and share the stories, the articles, the podcasts and videos so we can help secure America's future. I'll be right back. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Welcome back to the Mass Security Hour. I'm Ed Huggledon, the host for this evening. I'm talking about the importance of the narrative. I'm using a few examples, Hochul the hypocrite right now, talking about the illegal immigration in New York State, what's happening there. And I covered her request for the federal government, for the federal government's responsibility, she says, to pay for these people. It's just amazing. Hochul's request, Angela Fernandez said, Biden administration continues to work with New York, noting the recent visit by senior advisor Tom Perez. She said, we will continue to partner with communities across the country to ensure they can receive the support they need. Now get this here, only Congress can provide additional funding. Only Congress can fix the broken immigration system. See where this is at? 
remember 1980s with Reagan and the promise after amnesty, this wouldn't happen again. They said the same things then. So do conservatives ever learn? This is a purposeful effort, a well-staged effort. And it began the day Biden's presidency, fraudulent presidency, by the way, began. So let's dissect this narrative and see where the narrative plan and the plan actually going. Actually, based on past practices, one can predict exactly how this will work out. I mean, it's a no-brainer. So let's take a look at this. So back in the Reagan era, you saw the same thing. First, the Democrats applaud by ignoring the law, ignoring our national security, and ignoring the cries from our legal citizens to stop illegal immigration. Everybody is for legal immigration, but not illegal immigration. So first, just like back in the 80s, they push and applaud and seek open borders because they have to help all these poor countries so they can help them achieve amnesty and protection. Then they ignore the pleas of those who are impacted on the border states. Remember the Republican governors and everybody who was crying at this beginning and how the press, the mainstream media, the propaganda horse completely ignored this? Then they ignored the super spreader events and the COVID restrictions, the infections, and the cartels and Chinese who are killing 100,000 Americans per year with fentanyl. And you remember how they took and stuffed these illegals into cages and crammed them into cages and stuff at the beginning of the Biden administration and created super spreader events. And from those, then they took those people and in the middle of the night, planes, trains, and buses moved them to red states. This is a purposeful biological war. Then Biden should be charged not only with treason, he should be tried with criminal crimes under the Geneva Convention for biological warfare against his own people. Because that's, in fact, what happened. He took those people, he spread them to red states, and then, then he blamed the increase in COVID infections in red states on the poor governors, on the lack of governing. Now what happens next? So they applaud and ignore the law of national security and legal citizens. They purposely allow the invasion, and they ignore the devastating social health care security, social services, and other monetary impacts on the nation because it's other people's money. It's not theirs. And they view your taxpayer dollars as other people's money and theirs to spend it how they wish. But what's next in the thing? Just as they did under the Reagan era, they start to cry racism. They cry racism for damn near everything these days. They started to cry racism for shipping illegals to blue states and cities for putting up barriers at the border. But why didn't they call racism when Biden was shipping the illegals all over the United States, stuffing them in, in cages, causing super spreader events? Yet over 800 people die on the border as they're trying to cross the border. Where's the humanity and care from the liberal, liberals on this? There isn't. Because you, my friends, are necessary collateral damage in their path for absolute power. So what's next? So they first ignore the borders, ignore the law, then they cry racism. Well, the next, next thing is obvious. They cry for help. They cry for federal help and spending. Oh, we need a DACA plan. 
Oh, we need amnesty. I can't ask New Yorkers to pay for this. Well, why the hell not? You voted for this dumbass in your sanctuary state and city, and you put it all up there, so you ought to be paying for it. Matter of fact, hypocrite Hochul and every hypocrite Democrat, every illegal in the United States should be shipped to your blue states and should be forced to be put on your dole and increase your tax base dollars and on your own citizens to pay for it because they voted for you. They voted for Democrats, and they ought to reap the rewards they sow. So they cry racism again after they ask for federal help. Why? Because we're not giving everyone free health care. We're not giving them free education. We're not giving them free social services. So now you have to be a racist because you don't have compassion. Doesn't matter if they stuff them in super spreader events and cages and stuff. Doesn't matter if you have hundreds of them die at the border trying to cross illegally. Doesn't matter if they're being child sex trafficking or human sex trafficking. It doesn't matter you have 100,000 Americans dying each year from fentanyl and the drugs from the Chinese and cartels. No, no. You now, because you don't want to give everything free to these people and not to your own people who you paid your tax dollars for, legal citizens, you, whether you're Democrat, Republican, or independent, you are now a racist. You get where this picture's going? So after they cry racism, cry for federal help, ignore the laws, what's next? Well, they call for amnesty and taxes and voting rights. No doubt the liberals will want to expand DACA. The call to provide amnesty and say there are just too many people here to deport. Too many people here to deport. And if you deport them, you're racist. They'll call for, of course, increased taxes and increased spending. Now, Lenin said the way to destroy the middle class is through taxes and inflation. So not only are they destroying the middle class through a massive invasion of these illegals who are taking the middle class's taxes, but they're driving inflation up because they're going to ask the federal government to spend trillions of dollars more. Now, each one of these illegals, 8 to 10 million, over the next decade, probably going to have one or two kids in addition to those already here. Think of that. They'll all be legal citizens. That's 20 to 30 more million voting people shortly. Get where the picture's going here? They're abrogating your right to vote right under your nose. And Congress is sitting there spinning and not impeaching and not trying this president for treason after he purposely spread biological weapon warfare, spreading super spreader COVID events across the United States. They know full well that within one generation, the anchor babies from the eight to 10 million illegals will increase their numbers by a minimum of two, if not fourfold. Now you think of this, every city in America, eight to 10 cities of 20,000 people each per state. You think that makes a difference in your state? Well, Hoko's crying, along with Mayor Adams, just for 100000 Try two or three times that amount for every state in the union. Ah, of course, then what happens next? They have to blame someone. Then they have to blame someone. So first of all, they applaud, ignore the law, and they cry racism. Then they cry for federal help. 
And then when you cry for parental help to pay for things for free for this new plantation of dependency, they'll cry racism again because you don't want to give them the help because we're already bone dry and they want to increase your taxes and voting, give voting rights and amnesty after that. And then what they'll do next? Of course, they'll call for investigations. Why? Because they have to blame someone. They can't blame themselves. They call for investigations and blame failed NASA security on conservatives. This is Hochul said. This is this is at the heart of problem for Congress. This is a congressional problem for failing to secure our borders and coming up with the proper policy. And then once again, after they do that, they ignore the law and repeat. Why? Because their purpose and their intent is to change the dynamics and demographics of America. And they'll do it by calling you a racist if you disagree with allowing seven to eight to 10 million illegals coming in every three to four years, abrogating your civil rights, your civil liberties, and your voting rights, bringing in massive infection diseases, bringing in massive drugs, enabling child sex trafficking, of course, which we have to ask once again about why the press never asked the Manchurian President Biden why he's not a pedophile, given his daughter talks about avoiding him and taking showers until late at night because dad was to take showers with her and her over-sexualization. Why is it that they still don't ask about that? And why is it Biden cares not about child sex trafficking? So ask him. Explain why he isn't a pedophile, why he isn't an enabler. Anyhow, so they ignore the law and they go back and repeat. 20 to 30 million now in America, 8 to 10 million in the last four years. Now you got 38, 28 to 38 million. That's 56 to 76 million if each of them has two kids. 56 to 76 million. So you see where this is going? abrogation of your voting rights right under your nose. They are the complicit and the corrupt. They know exactly what they're doing in this whole instance here. They know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly where they're going with all of this. So let's go on and talk a little bit more about what's, what's happening next. So let's take a look at COVID. COVID and the kids and the climate change. So COVID, for those without a brain who never seem to learn, they just repeat like lemmings, which, which confirms what we all know. And that's why we see the demise of our cities at the liberals' hands, because they follow these false narratives. The COVID debacle from the vaccine to the treatments to everything else, we found out all the science was a lie. The masks were a lie. The lockdowns were a lie. They had tremendous impacts on our whole country and society and our children. And through this, we found what they were doing in the education system was indoctrination of our children. Indoctrination of our children for the parents who called upon that to be fixed, you call domestic terrorists. Remember, it doesn't matter whether you're Democrat, whether you're Republican, or whether you're an independent. You, parents, shouldn't be teaching your kids, as Terry McCall said, should be left up to the teachers the ones who are indoctrinating your kids, the ones who are pushing now the transgenderism social agenda, not for 
the rights of individual transgenders who have the same civil liberties and civil rights as every other American. No, they're doing it because if you disagree with their agenda, again, you're racist. You're intolerant. You see how the narrative goes, people? You see how the narrative goes? This is ongoing. These false narratives don't follow the science. They cover up the impact of the vaccine on healthy young people. The fact that we now have probably 5,000 plus pilots flying in the air with your lives who are covering up their health problems. And we're seeing pilots drop dead while they're flying, three in just the last month. Drop dead while they're flying. Why? Because they got the vaccination. The mandatory vaccination, which if you didn't get, you couldn't infect anyone else anyhow. And if, if you got infected, that's your problem. But they wanted everybody to get the vax. Why? Is that another purposeful subversion of our democracy? Because they knew that these young pilots in the military and in the skies would be decimated by this and their heart, heart attacks and stuff go up and die. I think about our transportation system, how critical those pilots are to not only our national security, but to our overall commerce. One has to wonder how evil these people actually are. Let's take a look at climate change. The same thing with the narrative. What's the course of action that we've seen and what will be repeated here? Well, first of all, again, with climate change, as it's been since the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, and 90s up to today, dry fair. Dry fair. Oh, we have to do it now. We have to fix things now because if we don't fix it now, the world will be underwater in 10 years. You notice this? Everything's always 10 years out. Remember Al Gore said that. The East Coast be underwater in by 2000 or something like that, or 2010, right? And you just go back. I mean, there's numerous examples of how they lie here. Why do they do that? Because they know when you lie about something 10 years out, it's hard to prove. It's hard to counter. But not anymore, because we go back and we can replay the tapes. So first they drive fair. And they lie about things that no one can say can be any different over a decade from now. But then what they do, they use it to enrich themselves, their friends, and their allies. Remember Obama and the shovel-ready jobs and how much money he poured into solar, all of which went bankrupt and bust? But all those people got billions of dollars, your taxpayer dollars. And he drove the national debt up eight to 10 trillion. What did you get for it? What did you get for it? Now that's not enough. They don't want to just enrich themselves and their friends. They don't want to enrich our adversaries. Who benefits from this? The Manchurian president's friend, the compromised president's friend, China, Xi. Russia, the electrical vehicles, the solar, the gas and other things that they're precluding you from getting, that's where all this is going. Remember now the Biden administration? We talk about the narrative, the importance of the climate change narrative. What is it for? It's to subjugate you and control you. And this is the importance of the domestic cognitive war. And I write about this extensively in my book using other examples, but also talk about solutions. But in the Biden administration, they now want to take away your gas stove, your ceiling fans, 
your gas car, your gas mowers. It's all about controlling your economic capabilities and dependencies and your ability to travel and do as you want and as you wish. And then you apply authority. So they drive fear. They lie about things. They enrich your friends and allies and our adversaries. They use it to control you and others. And then they apply, overapply, and abuse their authorities and overreach in federal regulations and executive orders. They use it to control your ability to earn, to advance the left's allies, their friends, and, and give them and enrich them, and advance their adversaries. And they use it to advance and subjugate control of the poor, make them even dependent on, more dependent on good government. The middle class and poor will be destroyed by these things. And this is how they continue to increase and expand the new 21st century plantation of dependency and slavery. Now, when we come back, we'll talk about driving the narrative, the truth about progressive policies. But make America Out Loud talk radio the number one stop, which plays on iHeartRadio, the iHeartRadio network. You can also listen to us on your media player from any web browser. It's very easy. Any web browser anywhere in the world. We have the best in class applications available on Apple, Android, Alexa. And all the stuff streams 24 by 7. So you can listen to it anytime, day or night. You don't have to listen to it just when the initial program plays, because all of our programs go to podcasts. So go to AmericaOutloud.news. That's AmericaOutloud.news. We'll be right back. the rise of independent media, we are now AmericaOutloud.news. For the genius of the United States is not found in its executives or legislatures, nor its ambassadors, authors, colleges, or churches, nor even in its newspapers or inventors. The genius of the United States is we the people. AmericaOutloud.news, liberty and justice for all. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company, discussed the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution. The miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. 
Welcome back to the National Security Hour. I'm Ed Hugland, your host for this evening. And we're talking all about the importance of the narrative and how the left drives the narrative. And what are the impacts of the narrative? What are the impacts of the narrative? So let's talk about driving the narrative, the truth about progressive policies. So let's take a look at crime. Now, this is how we start to fight back and drive the narratives ourselves. We must be proactive in driving the narrative. Because if you're not driving the narrative, you're reacting to it. And as you've seen in the examples I've laid out tonight of hypocrite Hochul and the illegal invasion of COVID, climate change, and the abuse of our children and other things. Driving the narrative is important and it helps the left to achieve their all important power and subjugation. But we can fight back. And how do we fight back? Well, we talk about the facts. We talk about reality. And we ask the progressives to explain the impacts of their policies, explain why they're so readily wanting to destroy the middle class of America and increase the number of poor in America. Why they want to increase crime in our cities? Why do they want to destroy America from within? Because they're a piece of shit. Remember the experiment I asked you to take up front? Don't forget about that. Because they're a big piece of shift, like Adam Schiff. So let's take a look at progressive cities in crime. 11 U.S. cities are ranked among the 50 most dangerous in the world. 11 U.S. cities are ranked among the most 50 dangerous in the world. Each of these crime-ridden cities are what? Progressive, led by progressives and led by the same political party for decades. Let's start with number 14 and 15 on the list. Baltimore and Detroit. Baltimore and Detroit. Among the 50 most dangerous cities in the world, right behind Port Elizabeth, South Africa, and Port, Port of Spain, Trinidad, but ahead of Cape, ahead of Cape Cod, Cape Town in South Africa. Baltimore and Detroit. Then there's Albuquerque and St. Louis, number 21 and 24, respectively. Remember the couple outside their home in St. Louis, guarding their home from BLM and Antifa rioters who were prosecuted? Everybody in St. Louis, everybody in Albuquerque should have their Second Amendment rights because they're number 21 and 24 on the list which are right after number 23, Cali, Brazil. So when you take a look at the crap holes of the world, the shift holes of the world, think of that. Number 28 and 30, New Orleans and San Juan, Puerto Rico, with number 32 being Oakland, California. And then Milwaukee's in good company with Mexico City, because Milwaukee's number 32, Mexico City's at number 31. Ah, then we come to Chicago, Adam Chicago, get it? Chicago and Philadelphia, number 37 and number 38. And then we round it off in the top 50 with number 42 and 44, Atlanta and Houston, which are ahead of and worse off than what? Bangladesh. But let's go through some of the other lists. In the city. I won't go through the whole couple hundred lists, 
but there's San Francisco, who's number 63. Number 67, the District of Prime, formerly known as the District of Columbia. Then you have Indianapolis, Indiana, number 80. That lovely summer of love place, Portland and Minneapolis, 84 and 86. Minneapolis, the People's Republic of Minnesota, number 86. In the top 100 most dangerous cities in the United States, in the world, in the world. And in between, who do we find? Tehran, Iran. Lovely. This lovely, isn't it? Las Vegas is 91. Seattle, another summer of love, wonderful place, 109. Phoenix, 112. Miami, 114. LA, California, number 119. And then there's Dallas, Orlando, followed by New York City and Sacramento, California at 140, and number 143 in the world's most dangerous cities. You get the picture here? I don't care if you're independent, Republican, or conservative. But if you're voting for progressive liberals now, you have to be completely insane. Why? Because you're voting for your own demise. Every progressive city is in the top 50 to 150 most dangerous cities, not in the United States, but in the world. In the world. It's just amazing. And now, now, Trayon White, a district of crime council member, wants the National Guard to contain the city's crime, as he called it, crime cancer. <clears throat> now, remember, President Trump tried to bring in the National Guard when D.C. and the church next door were on fire. And he is vilified. He's called, again, a racist. A racist. What's Trayvon White? Well, he's an African-American black congressman. I'm, I mean, D.C. council member. Is he a white racist? So these Democrats who lead this district of crime, who watch a city turn from a great place to go downtown, walk the monuments and stuff into a hellhole, we have 13 and 14-year-olds now carjacking at will. And you have people fleeing in droves. And I see all the houses going to market. This district of crime council member, Trayon White, is now calling for the National Guard to contain the city's crime cancer. And then he wants to reinforce that by getting help from the federal government for what? To help with the illegals to help with the illegals, to pay for the illegals again. Not for you, but to pay for the illegals. It's just amazing. Desperate times call for desperate measures, Mr. White said. We have young men wandering through the community with AK-47s, letting off 60, 90, and 100 rounds daily. <laughs> Get that, okay? And think about Mexico City, Mexico, and here's the district of crime. Young men wandering around daily with AK-47s living off 60, 90 to 100 rounds daily. Now, we just had a few days ago the horrible death of a white man, a psychotic scumbag, who murdered three blacks at a store. And that made national news. But every single stinking weekend in Chicago, the district of kind. New York, Detroit, L.A., you have 30 to 60 people being shot and are murdered. And as Mr. White says here, they're walking around with AK-47s with 60, 90, 100 rounds 
in those cities that have the most restrictive gun rights, gun possession, okay, in a whole country. But in those progressive cities, they're walking around slaughtering their own people. And now this guy's calling for calling for federal help, National Guard help. The district has seen 13 slayings in just the first nine days of August, 161 homicides so far this year. A 30, almost 30% increase from 2022. Violent crime in the district of crime is up 37% with sexual assaults, robberies, dangerous weapon and carjackings increasing phenomenally. And again, as I said, you can see in the news every single day, if they put it in there, most of it's hidden. You get 13, 14, 15-year-old girls and boys given weapons going up and carjacking people at will. And remember, Mr. White said, Trayon White, a black city councilman for the District of Crime, we have young men wandering through the community with AK-47s, leading off 60, 90 to 100 rounds daily. A shooting gallery. It's amazing. But they're asking now for federal help. They're asking now for the National Guard to come in. And they're asking for the U.S. Attorney's Office for the District of Columbia to help. They want federal prosecutors to start handling the most serious offenses. Why? But remember, this is the same city council, the very same city council in the District of Crime that just got done looking to lessen the civil pen the criminal penalties, the fel felony penalties for carjackings. Why? Because the 13, 14, 15-year-olds deserve a better chance. That's why. So addressing instead of addressing the underlying cultural and other issues, they get these district attorneys that come in and give people a free ride, the felons a free ride. Why? You, American, the taxpayers. Democrats also, remember? This is a Democrat city. You going to vote Democrat again? You going to vote for a Democrat city council again? You going to vote for a Democrat mayor again? Are you stupid? Are you insane? If you do, yes, you, I believe you absolutely are. Because this isn't about politics. And if you haven't woken up to that now, this is a domestic cognitive war. This is about control and subjugation. They could give a rat's patootie about you, your family, and kids. <clears throat> Kepi Satcher, a mother, 35-year-old mother, who was slain during some gunfire, okay, but recently, her son was a father of four who held three jobs to support his family, also murdered. Mr. White made clear the National Guard is not the long-term solution to the district crime problems. Well, duh. Brilliant man. Obviously a brilliant man. He argued jobs programs and housing are needed on the material side of creating stronger ties community. Well, you know, one has to ask, so why the hell wasn't this happening five years ago, 10 years ago in the district of crime? It happened under Mayor and Barry, who had the same progressive policies, but it changed, right? It changed. So why is it happening again now? Because it's purposeful. It's planned. Now, the district joins Memphis, Dallas, Kansas City, Cleveland, and some other, other larger cities, progressive cities, whose homicide rates have worsened significantly since 2023. 
Now, this council member said he reached out to Mayor Bowser. I call her Bow Wow Bowser. All she do is bark like a dog, paint Black Life Ladder murals in the public streets, but then watches her people every week and get slaughtered. It doesn't do a damn thing about it. Precludes the young, poor, black, white, and other children in the district from getting charter school education. Forces mandates, mass mandates, still on the children and stuff. So lovely. Just lovely. Come to the District of Crime, people. The new heartbeat of America. And enjoy being robbed. Enjoy having your car stolen. Enjoy your declining home values. Enjoy your businesses fleeing. But just go outside, right outside the White House, and just look at that lovely Black Lives Matter mural. It'll just make your heart fill with joy. So crime and the propaganda horse. Biden's criminal proper. What he's been doing with his family. Now, thank God Congress is digging into this, but not fast or furious enough. That Biden's criminal enterprise is, is there for everyone to see. Why are the Democrats in the mainstream media ignoring this? Why are the propaganda whores in the mainstream media ignoring this? Because it's part of the scheme. It's part of their intent. But this is how we drive the narrative. You take guys like Conman Conley from Virginia, who says Hunter Biden is being subject to scrutiny that most mere mortals would not. Well, I guess if you have a cokehead who runs around with hookers in China, who does dirty deals with Ukraine, China, Russia, and others. I guess we should let everyone like that. No, it doesn't pay the taxes. Doesn't pay the taxes. Takes a lot of pictures with minor, young, eight, 10-year-old girls while he's naked. Okay. I guess he's being signaled out. That's what Jerry Conman Conley thinks. That's your elected Democrat official. A progressive propaganda whore, in my opinion. He told MSNBC Chris Hayes on Friday that Republicans are really spinning out of the universe with these investigations into the Biden family. Really? He said of Joe Biden, and this is unbelievable. He said of Joe Biden, I see a loving father. I see a loving father. I mean, this is just insane. This is just insane. I could go on with other aspects of what Colin's talking about. But let's look at another division in race. We have to call it the lies, the feigned concern over family, the continued cries of racism and hate speech. Just look at Maui and the disaster in Maui. And take a look at what Biden's response was to that. Take a look at the response to the Democrats and ask them why. In this mainstream media propaganda horse, why is it that they cover murders when either a white man or a policeman kill people, but they don't cover the murders which happen every single weekend, every single day across American progressive cities? Because they don't care. So to drive the narrative, we have to start talking about the real impacts of Democrat policies. What's happening in America with the illegals and the purposeful invasion, their purposeful abrogation of your civil, constitutional, and voting rights? The destruction of the middle class and advancement of a 21st century plantation of dependency and slavery like no one other seen in the world before.
within a decade, we'll have 70 to 100 million additional citizens here in the United States to the 30, 40, or 50 illegals here already. Become half the population. Now, am I worried about the race? No, but what I am worried about is they're creating a huge plantation dependency. Why? To subjugate you, to control you. That's the importance of the narrative. That's why I asked you to take a look at driving the narrative and take a look at my experiment. Just remember, we need to get rid of these pieces of Schiff, Adam Schiff. Don't forget, take a look at Amazon, the cognitive war, why we are losing and how we can win. It's out there now. It'll help you to understand, be aware of understanding the domestic cognitive war, the global cognitive war, but also how to fix it, how to address it. I'm here on an Ask Security Hour to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. I will go outside of the fog of the daily chaos to give you a strategic perspective on national security issues and speak truth to power, the power of we the people. So we, we together can best ensure the resilience and security of our republic. Thanks for joining us on the mission. The National Security Hour is the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America.